Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, and especially uh, Eugene Nagata. Yeah, why not? My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. And Luke, though we sung his fame, we all went hungry just the same. I'm excited today to talk about all kinds of New Japan news. We got two like house showy type shows to talk about, including Blue Justice 12, all kinds of uh, news, as I mentioned before, Forbidden Door stuff and uh, matches announced for non-Forbidden Door shows, all that and more today. I never And there are ways people can contact us if they wish to. We're on the Tweety. Or at least I bloody was. I didn't tweet much because <laughs> it was a ghost town. Like, not even like the one or two staunch regulars that insist on always being on. We're on. And I'm like, oh, okay. No one's watching Road to New Japan Strong. But okay. That's fine. We we can talk about the New Japan Strong card, I guess, too. Because there's some matches I kind of want to watch, Andy. I'm sorry. Anyway. Uh, we're on the Tweety. Uh, I'm Grump at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drews for Tweets. And uh, collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. NeverOpenPod at uh, gmail.com. And if you've got any extra um, money, kick it our way. We've got a Teespring store. We can get merch. That'll make you look <gasps> never as fuck. Yes, those are all things you should do. And uh, Luke, I guess uh, maybe the first uh, news thing to talk about might be your New Japan Strong News. Strong in Japan. It's the American version of New Japan, but it's in Japan. Okay. Um, But uh, anyway, on July 3rd and 4th or 4th and 5th, neither one of us had bothered to look it up. It is going to be a couple matches involving Desperado and John Moxley, one of which has already kind of been – you know, solidified. The other we'll talk about later, I guess. It's John Moxley and Homicide, which I like that, versus Desperado and who, Luke? Oh, you know, just this, uh, just this awesome deathmatch wrestler called June Kasai. <laughs> oh my God, I love this man. Uh, the first time I ever heard of this guy was he's the guy who broke Desperado's jaw and introduced me to Doki. Because uh, if it wasn't for uh, Jun Kasai punching out uh, El Desperado's jaw, uh, he m- wouldn't have needed to be replaced in the best of the Super Juniors that year. And uh, we might uh, have had to wait longer to get Doki into New Japan. Or so, Or never. never. And then never. watching all those Takataichi Mania shows, he's on every single one of them in a death match, of course. And even if the match wasn't advertised as a death match, Jun will get out and be like, Hey, do you want to make this a death match? And the other guy would be like, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> That's exciting. And we'll talk more about those two later because uh, there's more coming up with them. But uh, I don't know, man. That's kind of exciting. I think Shun Kasai is like super over with the Japanese crowd, like super over. So I don't think you can kind of go wrong with that guy. Like seems like everything he does, the crowd loves. So I'm excited to see, you know, what this is about. And hopefully – this is yet another kind of like rung on the ladder of either Jun Kasai being in New Japan or Desperado being in other promotions that he wants to be in, you know, or both. Despy doesn't rest, does he? I feel like he just had one of the more grueling New Japan 
uh, best of Super Juniors tours. He was covered in bruises and shit. Made it all the way towards near the end and everything like that. Then he did some deathmatch tournament not long after that. And now he wants to have, like, two death matches in a row with John Moxley. I'm just like, oh, this guy is a, like, if if you could put all the badassness that I have into El Desperado's body, it would equal maybe his pinky fingernail. Man, what a badass. Oh, my God. He needs to sleep, too, I, I, I guess. Man. I mean, can only imagine. you know, I think that he's getting more time off than your average you know, wrestler though. I think that he's yeah, getting some. You know, they. So I mean, but at the same time, there's house shows we aren't seeing and stuff. So they're wrestling all the time. What am I talking about? Anyway, uh, more news, Luke. Uh, tell us all about Kevin Kelly's new job. Yeah. So uh, you know, sometimes I wake up and get exciting news. Other times I wake up and I get news. I'm like, oh, that's disappointing, but I absolutely, totally understand with, with Kevin, and it makes total sense. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Kevin Kelly is one of the new commentators on uh, AEW's new television show, Collision. So, yeah, with uh, Mr. Nigel McGuinness, which is uh, pretty cool. It's, it's a good team. Not against it or anything like that. Uh, I can understand why Mr. Kevin would want to do it, because ch- uh, traveling to one American show a week, is definitely uh, better than spending months of the year uh, away from uh, your family and stuff. So I, I get it. it. Does make me feel like if, because Kevin says, "Oh, I'm still doing the G1," it makes me feel like he's doing that G1 from home, isn't he? Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know how that's going to work exactly. I hope that that's not the case, but at the same time, it sounds to me like if anything, they need a backup play-by-play guy now for you know new japan english and i just hope it's not kozlov um so mm. you know but uh we'll see what happens you know but i think that you know might be back to to japanese commentary <laughs> in case we'll see what happens but i don't know man i'm really happy for him it's been years and years since uh kevin kelly has been on american uh television and wrestling and uh, i'm sure that's where he came from that's where he wants to be so you know it, he kind of did the juice robinson thing where he's like ah fuck y'all i'm going to japan i'm going to bet on myself and now he's come back to america to you know get a big job and i hope he got paid big time i hope he's one of the top paid guys there i hope he's getting three times what the excalibur's getting but anyway <laughs> Well, he's worth fucking I, 10 times what JR's getting. I know that much. Yeah. You know, I we watched Collision, right? Both of us, or the main event of Collision. Yeah. I wanted to watch it just to see what it was about. And uh, Kevin Kelly was like, so, JR, what do you think about this? And JR would be like, ah, oh, I like it. And he'd be like, okay. And then, like, a couple minutes later, he'd be like, JR, so this is what's going on in the match. What do you think about that? And JR's like, yeah. He was just awful. <laughs> I mean, it was he, he was saying less. He didn't say anything. Aw- he didn't say anything terrible, but he didn't say anything at all. So. Look, all right. I can't believe I'm going to play uh, Jim Ross devil's advocate here, but I'm about to. Uh, apparently, the poor motherfucker had a fall. He's got like a black eye and shit. And when you're old, like that old, if you have a fall, that's just like fucking that could be world ending like and shit. It's true. So, and he sounded like shit. And and all that, and I think during the picture in picture, I think Kevin mentioned, man, you got a black eye and everything, like, oh shit. So okay. <clears throat> there is that, but uh, well, you know, then I'm an I'm asshole, but still, 
you know, I don't, I just, if you can't, then stay home. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just sick of him. And I'm, I'm really happy to see Nigel also on American television again. And like, you know, those are two like ring of honor, like fucking legends. there doing commentary together. They don't need anybody else. They got it. We don't need a row of people. Just my opinion. I agree. In fact, uh, it was just those two, Mr. Guy, for almost the entire show until oh, the main okay. event. So uh, J- J- JR just came out for the main event, so I was having a good old time. And I was like, <laughs> this is a fun show. I'm enjoying it. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. They did, but they knew, you know, not to rely on him, you know, so uh, that was that was good. They don't even need to because, like, Dynamite has Excalibur, Taz, and Tony Schiavone, like, that's a, yeah. that's a really great team. Like, I, I've really grown to enjoy them. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, I understand JR's done a lot of good stuff for commentary and for wrestling and all that. But, uh, you know, maybe uh, another good thing you can do is um, not do it anymore. Retire, maybe. Yeah, wrestling is stuck in the past, and it's just like no one can move forward until some of these other people step out of the way. And when they refuse to do that, it's like, okay, cool, but everyone's going to be old before they get the spot that they want. I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. It just frustrates me. And um, also, I'm mad because I thought the match was just like, man, all these guys working hard except for one. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't like it, and I didn't like how Jay White was treated, and I didn't like how – I don't know. I just didn't like it. Didn't like it, Luke. I gave it a chance. Didn't like it. <laughs> so, Whether you so like well, him or not, like, Mr. Punk is kind of, like, a big part of my wrestling fandom. And you know, I'm kind of mixed on him now for, for good reason and all that. But he didn't make me laugh with a couple of lines. I feel like he should go heel. And if they're not going that way, then he just looks like a dick. Because he said something like, if you feel like I owe you an apology, you're as soft as the wrestlers that you like. And I'm like, all right, that's funny, but you need to be a heel now. And if you're not a heel and you're saying shit like that, yeah, you're just an asshole. So, uh, you know. I'll tell and, you what. I, 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 think, I think the, like, making fun of the fans shtick is just maybe the most tired bullshit in fucking pro wrestling enough enough i i that that makes me mad honestly i just that is the most tired bullshit ever and if that's what cm punk is gonna do now that he's back great why don't you just watch him do that years and years ago in wwe i mean i don't know man i just like again it frustrates me when someone who doesn't even probably want to be there even though he says he does, he just needs the money or whatever. I don't know him personally, but he won't get the fuck out of the way so other people can move up. And I don't think his performance was like gave anybody the rub. That's just me personally. Maybe I'm wrong. The crowd. It's funny. Nuts. It's funny to me because the yeah, it's Chicago, dude. They, they were yeah. going to do nothing except right. go ah, to uh, to Sam Punk's butt or something like that. They're going to be like, oh, we love you. Blah. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, I feel like there's other wrestlers there that are kind of troublemakery as well, like like a Miro or an Andrade, because we haven't seen them for months, mate, months. And I don't know if they were injured or not, because but they were just gone, months and months and months, nothing. Yeah. 
sign uh, everybody. You can't have everybody wrestle, can you? You know? Yeah. That's true. It's just like out of all the really, 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 really huge stars that they got from uh, the other company, and I mean after AEW started, so I'm not counting Moxley or anything like that, their best investment is is Brian Danielson. He's a guy who you'd think might have a punk sized ego, but I've seen him I've seen him I've seen him put guys over, I've seen him do all sorts of shit, man. Like he's the guy you want to invest in big time from from that company if you uh, does he yeah, just seems like no ego no ego, no bullshit. He's just right a guy doing it's, awesome wrestling. He's the best wrestler, and he's also booked for Forbidden Door, Luke. They announced the, some matches. Right Tell me all about it. All right. So they did announce the matches. We already know a couple of these. It's uh, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, who wants some revenge, uh, which is uh, going to happen for the United States title. And it is, I think, Kenny Omega's first defense of that title that he won in January. So yeah, that's a that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other already announced match, uh, and I'm kind of looking forward to it a little more, mostly because I've seen Kenny versus Osprey. It's a good match. It's going to be a great one, but I've seen it. Uh, it's Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Carter. Holy shit! Yay! I mean, I still want that Zack Saber Jr. match, but yeah, hook this up to my veins, please. It's going to be incredible. And then we've got all right. Sonata, he comes up on the screen. He's like, hey, I'm giving an open challenge to someone from AEW. You, you want to come step in the ring with the uh, IWGP champ? I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, not quite how I'd do it, but <clears throat> it's fine. And uh, it was the challenge has been met by Jungle Boy Jack Perry, which is kind of cool. I like it. Jungle, Jungle Boy has become a really awesome wrestler, Mr. Guy. He's not, not the greatest on the mic. It doesn't matter. He's great in the ring. He's got this story right now where he's determined to get gold this year. And uh, I think he's going to become increasingly frustrated that he can't get gold and turn heel. And, and, and then turn heel. Uh, because uh, one of his buddies right now in, in, in the in the dubs is uh, Hook. And Hook's got that FTW title. So I reckon Jungle Boy's going to try for some titles, fail, and just be like, I'm going to turn heel on this prick and take his belt. So that's, that's where my brain's at. So I think that'll be a great match. Uh, and uh, Sonata win, of course. Uh, and the next match now, MJF is doing MJF stuff like, oh, fuck this guy, he's from some indie fed in Japan, whatever. But you said this was money, and I agree. Uh, it's MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Holy shit, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the definition of a big money match, right there. I think that's amazing that's going to be awesome and i think that yeah tanahashi keeps like every time somebody asks him about it in the press he's like mjd mj what's his name he won't he doesn't know what his name is <laughs> that's great that makes me laugh so i'm uh excited for that one and you know that'll be a great opportunity for the ace to put somebody over or whatever happens there obviously i don't think tanahashi's winning the title off uh you know, your your monster heel champion that's, you know, on a giant win streak. But at the same time, it'd be fun to have a count out. It'd be fun to have a DQ in that situation. I would like that a lot. Uh, you know, it gives MJF a great opportunity to fuck with the ace who is, you know, universally loved. So <laughs> exactly. And Tanahashi's a great choice. Can, can you see Tanahashi winning? Yes. Is he going to? No. 
But that's the thing about Tanahashi. He could lose a billion times, and then you see him in a match, and you're like, ooh, Tanahashi might win this every time. <laughs> yeah, he could, he could lose to Okada, um, you know, and then the next night tag with him like nothing happened. He can do that. Yeah, I feel like that's because, as we, as she was saying, like, like Tanahashi gets it. He's got that killer instinct. He'd have done the same thing. <laughs> Still was uh, it was fucking hilarious. So I was just like, <laughs> man, this Carter gives zero fucks. It's amazing. Oh my goodness. So well, yeah. Any other are, news? Yes, there are. So look, there is a, at least one match we definitely need to see because uh, it's got uh, four guys are I'm are liking and it's. It, uh, it's Catch 2-2 versus uh, Driller Maloney. That's how he's being billed on the on the New Japan website right now. So he's, okay. I like that. Driller Maloney and Clark Connors versus uh, Catch 2-2 for the IWGP uh, Junior Tag Team title. So that's going to happen on the Strong Shows as well. We're going to get the uh, double heavyweight tag team bouts between uh, Kid A and uh, the Bishamon Bitches, uh, according to... Uh, Mr. Gabriel Kidd, who's wonderful at shit talking and being a total like douchebag, I love it. And we got some uh, Kenta Eddie Kingston, so uh, win win. Those will be matches or shows that we watch and talk about into a microphone. Are you ready to watch some other shows and talk about them in a microphone, Luke? It's New Japan Road. This is from the 17th, and it's from this arena called the. Estorfa Arena, with the name word that begins with H. Hachiochi, that, yeah. That place, Hachiochi in Japan, and it's in Tokyo, one of the many, many boroughs of Tokyo. And this is the home arena, Luke, of the shitty-ass Tokyo Hachiochi B trains of the B League. Listen, I did some research, and it turns out that there's three tiers to the B League. And the Hachiochi B trains are in, like, a tier that's not nearly as good as the Aichi Dolphins. So I just want to let you know that. Very important to let everyone Fuck know Fuck yeah. So also this is a host, uh, this place hosts boxing and something called uh, futsal. All futsal matches. We talked about that last time. Indoor soccer, soccer, yeah. Yeah, so, and, but more importantly though, I don't know if you noticed this. This is very uh, interesting, Luke. This venue is proudly sponsored by Suntory Whiskey. I don't know if you noticed that there were signs all over the place that just said Suntory on and I thought it would play it late, play into a match later, but it does not. So. Yeah, I also think like um, I th- I didn't see any uh, tweeties or anything about it, but I feel like a couple matches were changed because when I was on the world uh, website, just on the schedule, uh, it did say I was going to get. Uh, Romu and Yoda Suji versus Sonata and Doki. Uh, Doki's not on this night. And I think uh, another match, uh, Katamaru Taichi versus Shingo Naito, I thought was a six-man, including Taka and Bushi. Uh, but uh, that did not happen either. So either I got my nights wrong. I didn't because all the rest of the matches were the same. Doki had a fever. And uh, it was an, yeah, it was announced, and he missed both nights. He is not tested positive for COVID, COVID, excuse me, but he has a fever. So, and plus, he wears a mask all the time. So I think he's fine. He just is a little. He's ill. He and, gives me fever. Know. Does he? What's, what's is uh is no, no, uh, you know if, metal pole the only uh the only and he cure yeah <laughs> yeah remember that not joke? wood. Right. 
that like that's that that joke the uh cowbell joke has converted into a, like a cheesy dad joke that like every dad thinks is hilarious now happy father's day by the way to everybody so there you go um i think our father's day is later in the year in september issue yeah so yeah but uh and you know, just as like you, I saw the I saw a small clip on YouTube today. It was like uh, Happy Father's Day, and it's got this guy. It's from UHF. He's got a he's getting a present from his son. He's like, I told you to buy me a Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Yes. I love that movie so. Oh my goodness! All right, so let's do it. It is New Japan Road, and it's New Japan Road to Strong, uh, where they're going to have that- American Independence Day. Yeah. In uh, in where in 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 Japan? Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah, with the Japanese American Wrestling Company. Yeah. What? Dude, I don't care. I just want to see Jun Kasai and Homicide in a in a ring together. I think that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, but I'm still gonna <laughs> fucking make fun of it. Hell yeah. I'm gonna make fun of it. So anyway, we got a match here, Luke. What's the match? It is a master. Wato versus a uh, Kusai Fujita. Uh, I like uh, like Fujita. He's been a bit of, been a little cocky, especially since like apparently you know at some house show he had a time limit draw with uh, Taguchi, so uh, he's got a bit of swagger about him. Does uh, in fact this ends up being like a typical Wato match actually, like where the opponent beats the shit out of Wato and then Wato's just like nah, I'm winning this, bye. So uh, it was a bit like that, which is. Fine for me. I like seeing what uh, Fujita's all about, and he's doing the wrist lock like Zack Sabre Jr. taught him, and all these other moves. Ah, it's really nice. He even brabs Wato out. That's kind of cool too. So uh, Recita Mente won though, and Wato, or Watso as I wrote the name on the screen, wins. He uh, maybe he's doing this on purpose. Maybe he just hadn't had time. But his hair, like it's like all the dyes washed out. And the next next night's the same thing. Maybe Wado's growing up a little bit, and he's not going to dye his hair blue anymore. That'd be pretty cool, actually. So just saying. Um, just also, keep the gear blue. We get it. You like blue. Yeah. 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 You're still going to drive your blue bike. It's fine. Okay. Come on. Um, the the Reseda Mente that he hit was super cocky, too, because he was like, yeah, you're not going to win. And <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Then, Luke, something shocking happened next. I am like, my mind was blown. I heard this music and I was like, oh, I haven't heard this in forever. In fact, I never get to hear this. Motherfucking Hanma's music hits. Not the fa- yeah, not the fake music, the real music. It was awesome. And he is tagging with Bolton Oleg, uh, the most like clumsy tag team ever, versus Taguchi and Broken Arm Young Lion. Yuta Nakashima. So uh, this is a great match. Bolton Taguchi start. There's decent looking wrist lock wrestling from both dudes and fun heavyweight shit from Hanma and Nakashima. Hanma uses misdirection, like speed and misdirection to get a shoulder tackle, then misses the Kokishi like an idiot. 
<laughs> so Taguchi uses his ass to get heat on Hanma, and he teaches Nakashima how to do it too to the crowd's delight. That was and they awesome. Do a, that was pretty funny. So Taguchi tries his like wiggling version of the Kokeshi and misses only for Hanma to land one immediately. Great. Uh, so Bolton like gets a big comeback spot, throwing dudes all, all over the place in terrifying fashion. And there's a big double <laughs> down after Insiguri <laughs> from Taguchi on Bolton. And then a big forearm battle between Nakashima and Hama. And Hama is totally gassed right here. Totally gassed. And I don't <laughs> – here's how I know. So Nakashima hits a big forearm and goes for pin. And Hanma kicks out, but he doesn't kick out. He just kicks his legs a little bit and doesn't even pull his shoulders up. And the ref's like, two! <laughs> Have you ever been like asleep or on the verge of sleep and you kind of and you and you kind of legs yeah. unconsciously kick out? Yeah, that was Hummus kick out. <laughs> it was a hypnagogic Dude. reflex. Yeah. So funny. So he but he still he still finds the energy to grab Nakashima the fuck out for the submission victory and we are Hanma's music again. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Made me so happy. Two Hanma wins. Like, in recent times, I was over the moon, like, oh, oh my God, Honda's out. Where's that other motherfucker? He's not there! Yay! <laughs> Makabe's so mad right now. He doesn't even know why. He's just like, God, this fucking, this, this computer, this, why is it so slow? What the fuck? You know, like, he's just mad at everything. And <laughs> not enough mayonnaise on this. <laughs> Take it back. You better not spit on it. I'll King Kong knee drop you. Speaking of yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, um, I know Yo and Sho are not against each other in this match, but it's still kind of House of Torture versus Chaos. So I did light notes for the these two matches. But uh, you know the best part of see of oh, this match is, by the way, uh, Hiroshi Tenzan, Toriyano, Hiroki Goto, versus <laughs> the House of Torture, which is. Uh, Juro Takahashi, Dick Togo, Show, and Evil. So I don't know. This is this is a fine match. I liked it. I liked seeing House of Torture beat the shit out of Makabe for ages, and I really wanted Makabe to get pinned because you know he sucks. But uh, you know, lots of cheating, and there's so much cheating. They need to, to beat Hiroshi Tenzan. Uh, Spanner to Tenzan, uh, he gets garroted and everything. I don't know, Paul Bite. Poor, poor guy eats all of it. Then everything is evil, and evil pins Tenzan. Now, the big takeaway from that match, Luke, is that Tenzan has clearly been on the Gino Gambino diet. He looks like he lost like 30 pounds. He's slim. Slim Charles over here. Fucking great. I love it. So that was He's looking good. Time. Next, Luke, we have a six-man tag. It is Drilla Maloney, Clark Connors, and Gato versus the Great O'Conn and Catch-22. And I love how it's like, burr, 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 burr. and then Great O'Conn's hand comes through the fucking, you know, the, the entrance curtain. It's cool. Um, gone is Clark Connors' Coke necklace. Now it's a jewel-encrusted uh, necklace that says 100 emoji because of 100 proof you see. So. Ooh. Yeah, TJP and the Drilla start, and the Drilla looks like some, like, he looks like such a scumbag. 
Like, before he looked like a douchebag, now he looks like a fucking scumbag, and it's great. I love it. Good so. move putting in Bullet Club. I think it was yeah, a great move. He's yeah, he's tremendous. So he's got new gear, and it's looks it just makes him look like a scumbag. It's great. So Bullet Club, they try to double-team catch 2-2, but then they just do it right back to him. Fuck you. So uh, Bullet Club eventually used the numbers game, of course, as they call it, to get control and beat up Great Ocon for a while. I'm very upset by this. There's a big hot tag to TJP, and he hits boot scrapes in all three corners to every opponent and the place loses their mind it's great so we get that high low move from bullet club it looks really cool on tjp great ocon breaks up the pin here but we get some great juniors wrestling between the drilla and tjp akira in versus connors and it's great babyface shit big pounce cuts off akira and gato is in there's some really cool move combo things that they try in this match like uh you know bullet club and catch you too like they try this like uh, I don't know how to explain this, but like, it's like, it's like a, someone's like TJP saves Akira from a double suplex and then like throws him back over and he hits like a double kick that isn't time well, but it's, I, I get the idea. And the reason it's not how I know it's not time well is because the bull club guys have to like dive in front of the kick so that it hits them. <laughs> That's what these tag matches are for though. That's what these house show uh, tag matches are for. Oh, totally. That's Let's work it all out. Yep. <laughs> Fireplex on Gato for the Akira pinfall victory. And there is a beatdown after the match. And uh, Bull Club talk a bunch of shit and pose for pictures holders holding the titles. And Great Ocon's like, ah, and chase them off. I'd run too. Yeah. And uh, the uh, Akira and TJP, uh, they do a finishing move. I don't know. I didn't even know this move had a name, but uh, the commentary team's like, Speed of Fire! by Akira on Gato for the win. So I'm like, oh, I guess he's got a match move good speed of fire. Cool. Uh, next, we have uh, Oscar Lueb and Yoshihashi versus uh, Kid A. Of course, that's the, the war dogs, Gabriel Kid and uh, Alex. Um, I can't yeah. wait to talk about him on the next <clears throat> night because I don't know if you notice something about him, but something changes on the next night, and it is shocking. <laughs> So what do we have here? Oh, we've got some uh, distinct tactics here by War Dogs. They've been like Katamara Gambit. Yeah, let's do it. Major Katamara Gambit. They've got a tactic here with these uh, these matches. Uh, beat the shit out of the guy with the title and then go wail on the young lion in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like uh, there's one point that uh, Gabriel Kidd takes the time to untangle a Hiromu doll from the railing and then he just piffs it across the building. So that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, Oscar's getting wild on, but uh, he does eventually hit this like gnarly looking chop on Kid. And I'm just like, oh, damn. Because like Oscar's so tall, so he's got his arm up right above his head. So that's like 10 stories. And then he just wham! Fucking ouch. No, thank you. Uh, this time it's Yoshi that has got, got his lazy ass on the outside and letting the young line get beat up. <laughs> at least like Yoshi does more in this match than Goate did in that previous one there's a double muscle buster on Oscar then like a double pile driver-ish move for the for the win here now uh, I, I do like uh, Alex here because uh, Oscar's really close to the ropes like he's under it and like he's got gigantic legs so Alex is like well this is the finish so he's got the, he's got the, the brains enough to be like all right He's too close to the ropes. I've got to really, really fold Oscar up. So nice little touch there, Alex. Well done. There's a beat down on Yoshihashi post-match, but then Goto makes the save. And Fisherman accept, like, 
you know, the two title match kind of challenge for the uh, both nights of independence strong. Yeah. Independence strong. I like that. That's Today is our independence day. Thanks, Bill Pullman. Welcome to America, bitch. Punch him in the face. Uh, okay, Luke, next match is Chumpy, uh, the referee that we uh, love. Marty Sami is here for this next match. It is Shota Umino, Tiger Mask, Desperado, and Ren Narita versus Yo Ishii, Tanahashi, <laughs> and Okada. And uh, this is an exciting match. I like this. So we get some fun stuff here. Ishii and Desperado, they start. Um, and Ishii is like real pissed today for some reason. So he's got a little extra and they do a mini never match part one. And so the olds take turn hitting, uh, you know, all kinds of moves on the youngs. And it's, you know, except for Tiger Mask, he doesn't. I mean, you know, but uh, Ref Chumpy is the only thing holding Ren back from beating the shit out of Okada. And he finally gets in and beats up Okada. When like Chumpy's not looking, so or he does it legally. So Tiger Mask is in for a little fuck your leg on Okada, which is pretty fun. And uh, Yo's in to help turn it over. Okay, so Tiger Mask put Okada in the figure four, and Yo comes in and turns it over, reversing the oh pressure. But then Desperado runs right in and does the same thing, turning it back. I love that. It. Was really fun. That was fun. So Okada uses uh, animosity. Oh, the animosity between Red uh, Ren and Shota to make them fight each other on accident. It's great, and uh, I like that. So oh, yeah. uh, Tanahashi's in for some fuck your leg on Ren Narita. Uh, they fight over the Cobra Twist, and Ren gets some uh, momentum only for Shota to tag himself in and run wild, brother, brother, brother. He wrestles Tanahashi, and it's great. But it's like when Ren wrestles Shibata, it's like. It's just weird. But um, Yo is in versus Tiger Mask uh, here at the end, and he almost gets a roll of victory, uh, does Tiger Mask. But Ishii and Desperado have many never match part the second, interrupting yes, everything. <laughs> There's a triple team on Yo uh, to help Tiger Mask get the Tiger Driver. Four on one Falcon Arrow on Tiger from Yo, but he kicks out. And Tiger falls to the Yo super kick in the end. Ishii and Desperado tried to have never match mini part the three, the third, but they get pulled apart and showed it and ran around mad at each other after the match. And Okada has to carry Ishii's title to the back because Ishii only cares about fighting. <laughs> so now this is wild here. So before I tell you something that's wild, let me just, uh, you mentioned Shibata. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up uh, on the, on the dynamites. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is on the show when Orange uh, Cassidy's doing his, his promo. And he's like, hey, Orange, let's have a match. And uh, before that happens, Daniel Garcia interrupts. And he's like, you don't even work here. I want the match. And in fact, where's Shibata at? I want to have a shot at him. So uh, Orange is like, oh, uh, Shibata's not here. He'll be in here next week. Uh us two will take on you two. Okay, bye. You know, in awesome orange uh, promo fashion. So it makes me feel like there might be something with some uh, ZSJ and orange or maybe some Shibata action. So for Forbidden Door, I'd put Shibata on that show. Uh, and Zach Sabre Jr. So, uh, yeah. But uh, after this match, you're right. Uh, there is a John Moxley promo. Uh and he says, like, uh, hey, uh, so uh, after our after our tag team match, why don't we uh, why don't we have a singles match? Uh, and he calls the match 
final death. So, uh, so Mox and Desperado, these two crazy pricks, want to have a tag team death match on the first night with Homicide and June Kasai. Well, you got June Kasai and Homicide in that ring, like with you guys. That's going to be gnarly and brutal. And then the next night, you guys are just going to be like, well, I washed all the blood off. Um, let's do it again. Uh, okay, crazy motherfuckers. I'm still going to watch every second. So uh, I, I reckon I reckon Mox must love working with Despy because uh, they got the same kind of uh, attitude. Hey, you like death matches? Hell yeah. Do you like death matches? Hell yeah. Let's wrestle each other in death matches. Yeah. <laughs> and New Japan's just like, and New Japan's just like, wait a minute. You want to wrestle Despy in America? In, in Japan? Uh, yeah, all right. You can do that as many times as you want. Deathmatch though? Sure. Because, uh, you know, anything to get Mox down here, why not? Yeah, that's the, <clears throat> that's the key there, so. Hey. But uh, that's not all that happens. So, because then we get fucking Desperado gets on the mic and he talks about this match or matches coming up against Moxley. And it thinks, you know, he's talking about that. And then yes. June Kasai comes out. Oh, my God. Loses their minds and, and they have a long conversation. I'm not sure what they talk about other than, hey, I like you. You like me? Yeah. Let's go fight him. You know, I think it was something like that. We're a tag team and. We're going to kill people. I'm like, yes, yes, you are. All right. So uh, next we have uh, Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, and Taichi versus Shingo and Naito. So, uh, yeah, uh, this match is amazing because uh, we get... Uh... Wait. Is no, Taka... This is, this is uh, Taka and Taichi versus Shingo and Naito is, the, is this match. Taka and... Oh, it isn't, it isn't Kanemaru. It is... Taka, you're right. My brain, because then my notes say Taka, and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, this match is amazing because we get some uh, Naito trolling Taka, which is kind of funny. And we get some uh, Taka Michinoku getting some level of revenge in the match. He gets a nice-looking big boot to Naito's face at one point, too. And it's just like, man, you're a small dude, and you got your foot right up there in Naito's face. Awesome. Uh, but the best thing about this match for me is just, uh, it's just been Shingo and Taichi. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, when's their match happening? I need it. They're, are they in the same block? They're the next I don't block, remember. I don't remember either. I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I hope so. But uh, the match ends with uh, Naito and Shingo double-teaming poor Taka, and he falls to a pumping bomber. Of course, Taka was going to eat this, but uh, this is just more Taichi Shingo amazingness. They've, they've been fighting for a while, and... To be honest, I'm not sick of it. Not even a little bit. So uh, great feud, you know, and I hope it continues. So yeah. now, Luke, uh, we were corrected on Twitter about this. I guess uh, this is when you and probably me, too. We both noticed that Red Shoes is wearing an Ishii shirt and we we're like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. but I guess it's like an Atani um, <clears throat> tribute shirt and the, the proceeds go to him or something. I don't know. Some kind of charity it? shirt. Yeah. So Someone is Otani also the, stin, the Stone Pitbull or something? I don't know. It's just so, – anyway. But uh, that's the thing that happened. So anyway, Luke, here we are. It's the main event. Mm -hmm. Red Shoes out wearing Nishi shirt. It is the main event tag match. It's Suji, uh, Yoda Suji, that is, and Hiromu Takahashi versus Sonata and Kanemaru. And the heavies – wait, they, they start at, at first, of course, and there's cheer off. And they do mat wrestling during the initial feeling out process. It's very good, but it's very kind of like – 
you know, low key. And the junior's in to try to end all legs in fast paced fashion. And Suji's in, he's in to beat up Kanemaru for a while. Suji slams uh, Hiromu onto Kanemaru, and we get some guardrail fun from just five guys. Hiromu does some tremendous comic selling uh, throughout this section, like falling. Okay, so they had these guardrails laying everywhere for these shows that were like plastic guardrails that don't hurt anyone when they hit you. And so they just falling through these things, throwing them at each other. I mean, and Hiromu kept finding them and just comically falling through them. <laughs> it made me laugh. So uh, I thought that was pretty fun. Then Red Shoes proves that he's a Just Five Guys fan by standing in the ring, watching Sonata walk over, slant, Sonata, who is not legal, walk over on the outside, slam Hiromu on the apron. Then Sonata rolls Hiromu into the ring. Kanemaru pins him right in front of Red Shoes, and Red Shoes counts the pin. So, <laughs> that made me laugh so suji gets a hot tag in versus uh the champ there's a stinger splash and he goes for a spear but low drop kick from sonata and he hits a plancha and points at his ear uh suji gains control again after a big knee and magic screw from sonata for a double down the juniors in to wrap this one up Sonata in to help Kanemaru destroy Hiromu's leg. He hates him too. And double submission spot for just five guys. Hiromu holds Kanemaru up for a spear from Suji and then hits time bomb for the win. And um, Luke, what'd you think about the match? And I have to tell you the bizarre thing that happened afterwards. It's a good match. I liked it. I mean, you look at it right away and you're just like, oh, well, bye Kanemaru. But, uh, Actually, I'm I'm kind of happy it wasn't Doki because I would have seen Doki get pinned in the main event, and uh, yeah. I would have rather they be they throw a curveball at me and have uh, him pin Hiromi, but uh, that's fantasy dream book shit. And that's not going to happen. It's great stuff. I really like it. Uh, I'm really enjoying Yoda Suji uh, since his return. I really like his move set, his attitude. He's just fucking cool. He's really cool. So yeah, uh, he's in the right faction as well. So it oh my god, it's it's yeah. Awesome stuff. I'm into it. Uh, I feel like that part of the feud's kind of over because he, Sonata's already won that match, but Taichi hasn't hit the Shingo match yet. Yeah, we'll see. Well, and they're going to face each other in G1, so you know yeah. that's what we're building to here. Yeah. Um, after the match, Luke, okay, like actually let me start from the beginning. When I first started watching this show, I noticed it was like almost four hours long, and I was like, what the fuck? four hours long like what the hell's going on and so when the show ends i mean i'm guessing here but i think it was like three hours in 315 and i'm like what the fuck is gonna take so long well here's what it is so at the end of the show hiromu gives a speech it's his hometown and he plays he has the pa play some song and he holds his fist in the air He's wearing a T-shirt that's got like a logo, probably, well, a kanji or whatever it is, probably his local, you know, um, town's kanji or something. And he's standing there with his fist in the air and he stands there frozen like that for 20 minutes. I'm not kidding. Like for 20 minutes, he stands there with his fist in the air while the fucking song plays. And eventually the ring crew's like, all right, <laughs> get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> He eventually leaves, but I'm not kidding. He stands there frozen for like 20 minutes and the crowd just sits there and watches. So, I don't know what that was all about, Luke, but it was very strange. So um, That's very strange. I, I kind of like, oh, so it's like, oh, the show's over. Everyone's leaving. All right, I'm 
off time for me. But uh, I'm like, uh, yeah. You didn't miss anything, Luke. So, uh, no. But uh, here we are. So, Luke, this next show is also New Japan Road, but it's also Blue Justice 12, which is usually, like, not televised. I don't think we've ever watched one of these before because they're usually not televised. And it's, like, it's usually the goddess anniversary, but it's not his 12th anniversary. So... It's just the 12th time he celebrated his anniversary. (laughs) And I guess, like, this is also going to raise money for Otani, or maybe it's just the T-shirts. I'm not sure. But anyway, I have some interesting thoughts here, Luke, because this match takes place in a certain venue. And I was trying to find information about the venue, because as I usually do. And none of that matters. So because what I found is more important. I found that there is a statue next to the venue of a certain gentleman right and this guy's name let's see here his name is uh nishimura katsoza and there's a statue outside of this venue um in chiba and this dude was like a pioneer of industry during like the meiji period and he helped build bricks like literally he was like someone who invented a certain kind of brick or something like that and he's a big deal but i found reviews on TripAdvisor for the statue so that's what we're going to read right now. Here we go. Sakura, or this is Sakura Civic Gymnasium reviews of the statue that's in front of the gym. This one's called In Front of the Gym. It is a statue standing in front of Sakura Civic Gymnasium. I thought the figure of standing majestically with both hands made it to fist was a good representation of this person's character. There's a couple pictures. Three stars. Two stars. <laughs> Three stars. This Three is a good stars. representation. <laughs> average school yes. so here is a, the other one there's only two and that one was from 2018 this one's from march 2019 this was also three stars it's named with commentary there is a detailed explanation next to the image there was something strangely human about sticking out his stomach and looking like he was in a bit of pain three stars i appreciate his stomach pain i have that too <laughs> i need some tums <laughs> I really, I really like the Japanese like reviews. They're the best. Oh my goodness. Yes. So we are in the Shiba Sakura Civic Gymnasium, and it's we start packed, off packed and stacked, and this crowd is insane. They're hanging from the rafters. At the end, when Yuji Nagata comes out, there are people trying to fall out of the balcony to get him. It's crazy. <laughs> I love it. So we start off with Ryo Haiwa versus Kosai Fujita. And Fujita's got me in for a false sense of security because he's like, I'm not a young lion anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we'll beat Iwa then. Uh, he gets stuck in a brab right near the end and it's a draw. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, Iwa might not have won the match, but he's just like, fuck you saying you're not a young lion. I'm going to fight you till the time runs out, you bitch. <laughs> It's, and Fujita's coming out to TMDK music, even when he's by himself now, too. And he oh, does yeah. this little hop, and he looks around like, yeah, that's right. I got my boys. They're not here, but I got them, you know? So <laughs> it's really Robbie's funny. definitely watching. Oh, yeah. He sees all. Um, but uh, I thought it was neat, too, because I- Iowa was trying the Brad. And Fujita, instead of using the Brad, used the, like, hoverboard lock thing, right? So I don't know. I like that. That was pretty cool. Next match, Luke, is a tag match. It's Oscar Lube and Tiger Mask versus Bolton Oleg and Taguchi. 
And this is a match that we watched. Uh, there's a fun part where Bolton Oleg helps Taguchi get ass attacks on everyone. That's fun. Taguchi pins Tiger Mask with a jackknife pin and plays with his butt. Definitely have to have the butt playing stuff. That's, that's definitely needed. Uh, the next match uh, is a match that I don't take too many notes on uh, because it, it is it is Yo. <sighs> Fuck you, yo. Yo, yeah, Toriyanu, Togi Makabe, fucking too, and <laughs> Yoshihashi versus the House of Torture. You know what's the weirdest thing about this match? It's weird seeing a whole bunch of dudes walk out to Yoshihashi's music. <laughs> and they have to walk out to his music. Yes. You know why? I've got two belts, bitch, so... That fucking... His music sounds like it's from some kind of like uh, factory workers educational video from the 70s or 80s. <laughs> this is how you use the freaking box cutting machine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, there's uh, one amazing note that I had for this match because uh, there's a there's a part in this match where House of Torture have Yo uh, pretty much on his head, holding him up by his legs like total bullies. And then show comes from the top rope and punches him straight in the dick. And I was just like, I was just like, that is one epic nut shot on yo. And okay, that's uh, that's awesome. And then sadly, uh, yo has to ruin it by getting a win on Dick Togo. So uh, there is that. Did you catch the part in the match where Dick Togo was trying to use the garrot? And Makabe runs runs in and chokes him with his chain. That was awesome. That was really fun. <laughs> that and was uh, after the match, Yano he pulls Evil's hair. It just keeps pulling his hair. And Evil, I love it when guys are getting their hair pulled because the their limbs don't work anymore. You know, you can't grab somebody while they're pulling your hair. You just can't. You know, <laughs> so you just have to stand there and scream. <laughs> and then and then Yo just do. runs over and chokes Show with a shirt. So they're being dickheads, and you know, oh, it's kind of fun. It's uh, funner than the average uh, chaos versus house of torture match. But next, Luke, we have Kesh 2 2 and Great Okan once again versus Dan Maloney or Driller Maloney, 100 Proof, and Gato. And this has got all the stuff we just saw for the previous night brawling in the crowd, attacking Great Okan's hair, beard assaults on Gato, big comebacks from the baby faces. Iron Claw is schoolyard front face trip assisted Pinoy stretch from TJP on Gato for the win. That's a mouthful, but that's what happened. They fended off the beatdown after the match, and UE stand tall, bitches. That's right. That's pretty, that's pretty much. Also, what's the driller doing with this tiny little mop, like pigtail on top of his head? What's he doing there? It's like he's a mop top. Heat. He's getting heat. That's what he's doing. It's awesome. What's he doing with that shit hair? It's pissing me up. Ah, see, you know, <laughs> drill is pointing to his head now. See, huh? All right. So next we've got. Uh, thank you, Charity. Appreciate it. Next we have uh, Yuto Nakashima and Hiroki Goto versus Kid A. Yes, we know they're the War Dogs, but Kid A is so much better. Everyone around him. Oh, and uh, some reason I got a lot of notes for this. Oh yeah, there's a couple of things I want to mention. But uh, Kid's throwing chairs around already. There's a huge Katamari Gambit by the War Doggies. Uh, Goto sends Kid 
into the railing with his belt still on. I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. It's the same tactic. We've seen this before. Take Goto out, whale on young boy. Uh, and the uh, kid's becoming a big time shit talker. Like he's like, fuck you crowd, fuck you crowd. And he's like, oh, you like this bitch when he's beating up the young lion and stuff. It's fucking awesome. But seeing Yuto uh, get some revenge by grabbing kid out was uh, pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I like the part where Kid tells uh, Yuto to wake up, bitch, <laughs> and then Yuto just slaps the shit out of him. <sighs> There's an assisted pile driver that they they right. So Kid A have this assisted this double pile driver kind of finisher for the win. Uh, and look, it's fine. It's nothing wrong with that finisher. It's just like, come on, guys. Alex is a suplex master. You can't do some kind of like double suplex thing here. Like, come on. I feel like the pile driver is fine. But get a suplex finisher as well, please. I agree. Uh, it's like, it's, I always hate it when you have the guy who's, I'm helping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's all, you know, it's like there's <laughs> one, one guy who's doing the work and the other guy's like, oh, look at me help. It always makes it, one of them look stupid, you know? And, uh, another common finisher like that is where a guy does like a fucking dive off the top rope and one of them stands on the mat and like it's kind of whoosh, you know, kind of loses their arms to be like, go! You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you went further. I mean, like, it's, not, it's fine. It's a fine move, but yeah. Add a suplex uh, because I, I feel like that would work to both men's movesets more anyway. But uh, that's fine. Uh Look, there's a beatdown on Goto. That's the, pretty much the note I wanted to make. Uh, their finisher it needs to be suplexy. But uh, there's a beatdown on Goto. Oh, but Yoshi makes the save. Oh, but uh, Kid A turned the tables and they do the pile driver move to Yoshi. And Kid's just like, <laughs> you think I'm going to fucking fall for the same thing as last night? Fucking Bishamon, bitches. And I'm just like, I, 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 all right, I, I love this man. And uh, as soon as he said Bishamon, bitches, I'm just like, all right. Mr. Guy is now on the Gabriel Kid train for life. <laughs> I mean, Bishamon bitches, that's a fair criticism of Goto and Yoshihashi. So I agree with him. You know, I, I, he has, makes a great point. Um, Luke, one of the big things that got slipped in here on this match, I don't think anybody else saw either, is that uh, Alex C has a new moniker. He's no longer the android. And I'm pretty upset about it because his new moniker I get it, but uh, it can't, it was it showed right on his little Chiron thing in the bottom of the corner of the screen. Alex Coughlin, the dead eye dreadnought. Okay, so the eye thing I get because even in like candid pictures now, if you see him on Instagram just hanging with the boys, he has that crazy look on his face, you know, which is it's great. That's commitment to the character. I love it. But the dead you eye. See what I happens get. to his eyes when a lady walks past. His tongue rolls out like a cartoon character. But uh, anyway, a a dreadnought is a couple different things. It refers to a battleship. It refers to a type of guitar. And it refers to a coat style for, like, heavy storms. So it's heavy storm, Alex. I mean, Android's way better. Androids can be evil. The evil android. I mean, what the fuck? Come on, man. You could have, like, some kind of robotic being that drinks alcohol. You could be, like, the bender of New Japan. I'm the Android Club? 
come on, man. I want to join. I don't want to join Dreadnought Club. I want to be an Android Club too. I don't want to join. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. It, I mean, if anything, if you're gonna do something with the eye, you could do something with Red Dead Redemption or something kind of. But he's not a cowboy. I don't know. There's something else there that he could do with the eye that also is the the Android eye. I don't know. Anything with this yeah. group than Dead Eye Dreadnought. Anyway. Um, that match was fun. Next, Luke, Chumpy is here, and we have a pretty big match. We got Shota Umino, Ren Narita, Desperado versus Hanma and Ishii tagging together, which makes me happy. Yeah. And Okada. Uh, that's great. So more insolent youth and more Ishii versus Desperado in this match, of course. Ren knocks Shota off the apron and steals his hot tag, and Shota tags himself in after Ren is about to beat up Hanma or actually beat Hama, he thinks, and they go at it in the middle of the ring, meaning Ren and, uh, and <laughs> this is great, Ren and Shota are fighting each other. And so Hanma, like, had been trying all match to hit his Kokeshi and failing. And so at this point, he's like, I'm going to hit a Kokeshi on both of you and hits a rocket Kokeshi, destroying both of them, and then hits a regular version on Shota for good measure. Hanma's a star. Uh, but poor, poor Hanma at this point, he thinks he's going to win, but he's right and then uh, everybody fights after the match. So. I, I did like that spot where uh, Ren and, and Shooter are just both shoving and pushing each other, and, and uh, Hom is just like, Rocket Kukeshi! <laughs> the crowd loved it. Yeah, and, and we, had, we didn't mention it, but the crowd is pretty hot. They're losing their minds for almost everything. It's great. Yeah. We also get, like, Homer hitting a nice headbutt on Shooter, too. And I was like, hmm, okay, calm down. Post-match, uh, Red and Shooter, they don't shove each other this time. They don't lock, They don't press their heads together. Nope, they start trading blows, and the young lions have a hard time separating. So, so yep, definitely heat this uh, feud up. Next, we have uh, just a five, uh, four guys, I guess, because there's no Doki, uh, versus uh, LIJ. And I guess Bushi gets the night off, uh, lucky man. Uh yeah, it's weird to have a show without Bushi on it. Like, it really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, if you're going to give anybody the night off, you get Bushi the night off. You know, I mean, dude yeah. works a lot, you know, so. Damn straight he does. Uh, there's a, there, I know they're in different factions now. I know this. But seeing Sonata put a paradise lock on uh, any LIJ guy is just so surreal and weird to me. He puts one on Hiromu. And. Seeing Hiromu in the Paradise Lock, I know it's been months, Mr. Andy, since, like, the whole faction shift. But fucking hell. <laughs> it's still it's weird to me. Funny. It's pretty Yeah. Funny. Then he drop kicks Shingo into him. I was like, fuck, man, this match is awesome. What more do you want from this match, guys? It is just five guys, LIJ. If you're into this feud, you're into this match. And I am. Even though we all know where it's going to end. Why? Because Takamichi Noku's in this match. Yeah. So good match, amazing chemistry. Uh, it's it's kind of one of those feuds where I'm seeing them wrestle like together on every show, and every show I'm just like, what's on tonight's show? Oh, we're getting some Just Five Guys LIJ action. Good, because it's fucking awesome every time. It does end with uh, Taka getting uh, pinned by Yodosuji after his uh, curb stomp thing. It's a very safe looking curb stomp. No one's killing each other tonight. It's just a house show. So. Uh, <laughs> Good match. Yeah, and um, you know, Luke, this that would be the main event if this is just a normal house show, but it's Blue sure. Justice 12, 12, 12. 12. Blue and, Justice uh, 12. <laughs> that means that we have yet another match to go, and it is 
Mr. Goddamn Bread, Master Goddamn Watto, the Goddamn Ace of the Universe, and Yuji Goddamn Nagata versus, oh boy. So these guys, these this this like group of wrestlers, you are just fucking with me. You are fucking with me. Come on. Two men, two men have the same surname and two men yes. have the same first name. I'm glad there's what not 310 Yumas, by the way. It's Yumas and Zai, Atsuki, Ayagi, Yuma, Ayagi, not Yumos, Ayagi, Yuma, and then Miyahara Kyoto out there by himself with just like a normal name that's nothing like a friend of his, his friend's name. So, um, so there's no way we're going to take play by play on something like this. This is something <laughs> that, you know, if you want to know what happened, go watch it. I'll tell you what I thought of it. Uh, fucking crowd reaction for Yuji Nagata was massive. And it's just it cool. I mean, he's the oldest 54 year old. He's been trying his best years, yeah. his whole life. It, Jesus Christ. 55 years that he's been older than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he's like one of the best wrestlers ever. There's no doubt about it. So I miss him in the G1. Every year, Yuji Nagata would show up in the G1 and just fuck people up. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's awesome. You know, because yeah. he'd been dad dadding it up most of the year. We don't get that anymore. So it's nice to see these kinds of moments. And when he revealed the, you know, the championship, the triple crown, you know, championship, the crowd lost it and, so he's facing all these like all Japan guys. I'm assuming that's where they're from. Yes. Um. And and they're all like healing it up, being dicks. They pay for it, you know. New Yuji Nagata gets the win uh, with the Nagata lock on one of those guys. Yeah, that's yep. Uh, I <laughs> I was just like, uh, this match is gonna make us both just sh- sh- shit our brains just trying to cover it. Yuma Anzai and Yuma Ayuagi, and then there's an Atsuki Ayuagi and a Yuma Ayuagi. Oh my god, they should have a tag team called 310 to Yuma. Uh, And uh, I hope it's uh, based on the the, uh, Coen Brothers version because uh, as much as I'm not a huge remake guy, I like that version more than the uh, John Wayne version. Sue me. Uh, (laughs) Was that Coen Brothers? Yeah. Oh no, they didn't do that. No, no, they they did uh, True Grit. Ah, so, that's right. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Oh, well, fuck 310 to yeah. Yuma remake then. Oh, uh, come on, thinking... no, the, the 310 to Yuma remake with Russell Crowe, tremendous movie. Like tremendous. <laughs> it's awesome. It's Highly good. recommend it. But uh, I'm a sucker for westerns anyway, so uh, I'm, yes. I'm easily pleased if it's uh, set in a wild old west so yeah i was uh i was uh, <coughs> watching one earlier i'm gonna finish it later i've seen it like 30 times but every time i watch it it's late at night or you know been boozing it up or something and so i never like quite remember it that well but it's called bone tomahawk and every time oh, i watch it God, i'm like, I'm like, I'm like oh yeah oh yeah that happens it's fucking great so i don't tell me what happens but i'm gonna watch no it. I, w- I will not but I-, I can't remember the director's name but I have seen uh, at least two other films by him. They're more like um, modern-day crime films. One's called Brawl and Cell Block 99 with Vince Vaughn. That's fucking awesome. Uh, the other one's got Mel Gibson in it, but, you know, don't let that bother you too much. It's still pretty decent. It's about corrupt cops. It's I can't remember the name of it. But uh, uh, for the simple fact of being, like, just a Western – a horror western at that uh bone tomahawk's still my favorite of his flicks but uh 
Brawl in Cell Block 99 is a pretty gnarly time, Mr. Guy, if you want to watch uh, that director, another of that director's flicks. So there you go. Uh, that's, man, fucking, see, like, Kurt Russell's my, my, my man crush. Like, he's my favorite uh, actor, pretty much. So, yeah, okay. I love that movie. He's tremendous in it, you know, so far. And again, like I said, I've seen it a bunch of times. I know it gets absolutely insane. I just, I can't remember. Oh, I see, uh, I see Kurt Russell and Weston, and I'm just like, did I just in my pants? You say Tombstone, right? Fuck, man, it's good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I watched the, uh, all of the episode, new episodes of Black Mirror that just came out, uh, burned through those. Man, pretty good shit. There's one in particular that's like kind of like a part. It's like, you know, the I don't know, the second act of um, of uh, Space Odyssey. It's like that, but it's a modern kind of version of that. That's a little different. <laughs> it's fucking oh, amazing. Right. So, so Aaron um, Paul's in it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, you're the second person to remind me that there's new Black Mirrors. Uh, I should get on that. That's, uh, I think the only two actual TV TV shows that I'm up to date on that don't feature any wrestling at all is uh, Strange New Worlds, which is good because there's only one episode, and uh, and Beavis and Butthead's yeah. <laughs> products. But, uh, That's all good. Yeah, so uh, there's, those are our shows, uh, everyone. They're, they're fun. We had a good time talking about them. But uh, let's, uh, let's do something extra fun. We've got uh, some diary entries. And I thought, well, we saw Breadman in the main event. I saw an awesome post of uh, Breadman in a photo with uh, uh, wrestling legend Stan Hansen. So that was pretty cool. You got to meet Stan Hansen and all that. I'm surprised he hasn't read. Uh, but I'm sure they've wrestled at some sh- point. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to uh, look it up. But uh, it is uh, episode 290. It is entitled, I've been able to wrestle around the world. And there's a photo of Mr. Bread, that is Satoshi Kojima. He's uh he's posing. He's got his arm fucking going like look at how strong my arm is, and he's holding up um coloured hair braids, like rainbow braids or something for some reason. Uh, well I guess we'll find out in the diary. It's, pri- it's Pride Month, you know. <clears throat> oh yeah, but that's June. This is Titan di- titled in May. Oh, he's getting in. He's getting in like before it starts. Yeah, Good man. I love you, Brett. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, here we go. Oh, he does. All right. Hello, everyone. It's your fortnightly Kojima. And I did make the joke before we recorded. I'm like, I like that he wrestles for other companies, but he's still he's still got to put his diary entry in every fortnight. So uh, <laughs> this diary should be going up on the last day of May. June is already here, and it's starting to settle in that almost in that almost half the year has now come and gone. Time passes really fast. June is the rainy season. The humidity makes it perhaps my least favorite of the year. There are oh. things to what? What? Maybe he's not, <laughs> you know, down with Pride Month. Easy, yeah. Mr. Bread. Mm. Well, he doesn't like the weather. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Even Junka Sai is mad. Uh, there are things to watch out for, like food poisoning and other things, but it's a season where you end up shivering quite a lot, so I have to stay warm. Change of topics. During the past two weeks, I had a tour with All Japan Pro Wrestling. It was just a short tour, two days and one night. 
but I actually really like the unique sight of pro wrestling going out to more remote parts of Japan on a big bus. This time, I traveled to Tayama and Nagano prefectures. In the past, it was normal for a tour to last from one week to 10 days, and it got quite repetitive after a while. But still, I really enjoy these regional tours, and I felt a sense of daily fulfillment that only a pro wrestler's life can provide. I would be happy if I could go on a long tour again someday. Who's not taking him a long tour? Fucking sign this prick up. He's great. On the 21st of last week, I participated in a match for a group called Pro Wrestling A-Team. It was, it was a one-on-one match against the ace of the promotion, uh, Tomohiko Hashimoto, in the main event. By the way, I first met Tomohiko Hashimoto about 20 years ago. At the time, I had just moved to All Japan Pro Wrestling, and I met Hashimoto when I was there. He wasn't with All Japan Pro Wrestling for that long, but he looked very impressive because he was very big and moved with a lot of speed. Since then, our relationship has remained estranged, and even when we met very occasionally, it was only to say hello. So we had almost no contact with each other. Suddenly, I found myself scheduled to have a one-on-one match with him. Being a pro wrestler for a long time gives you a lot of experiences like this. The view from the ring was different from usual. There were so many people cheering for A-Team and Hashimoto that it made me realize once again that wrestling promotions are nothing without their dedicated fans. Just a few days ago, I had a match at the Ota Ward Gymnasium where New Japan Pro Wrestling's Best of the Super Junior Finals was being held. It was the three remaining members of the third generation reunited in the ring after all these years and we had a match against the United Empire. A faction that is on the rise. I also wrestled with Kushida for the first time in ages, and he was as energetic as ever, which made me happy. The next day was the All Japan Pro Wrestling Korokan Show. Feels a bit strange, but at the same time, a lot of gratitude for being allowed to wrestle for so many different promotions. And once again, I am deeply moved that I have been wrestling for so long, and I'm allowed to do so. So I'm going into June and give it my all. So with that, I'll see you in two weeks. Wow. That was all about wrestling, all about how yeah. adorable he is, all about how excited he is in, as a man, like, in his early to mid-50s. Like, he still has this childlike enthusiasm and energy, like, but also mixed in with this kind of, like, experience of an older man who's just still, oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. He's just, and he, he was, seems like it, a naturally nice, humble, wonderful dude that I'd love to chill out and have a beer with, even if there's... I can't understand a fucking word. I don't care. And he was in character, which is the most important thing. So I think uh, I think that Hashimoto, there's a lot of wrestling Hashimotos, but I think that guy he's talking about was in uh, DDT for a while, like years ago. Pretty sure. I don't know. It's like a heavy style or something like that. I can't remember. But I kind of like it. Like New Japan has got a new young bent. They're definitely moving forward with a lot of things. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure they've still got guys like uh, Yuji Nagata and uh, Satoshi Kojima on some form of contract, and, and they're probably like, are you going to use this? Not really. This is where we're going. Oh, cool. Can we go wrestle here, there, and everywhere? Yeah, sure. Knock yourselves out. Yeah. Why not? been doing that, you know? I mean, and they're a draw everywhere they go, apparently. So, course, hell yeah. yeah. When Mr. Brett shows up on your little – Indy and fights Hashimoto from DDT, you know, that's good for your, your, uh, your brand there, you know? Yep. 
you want to go see this show? No. Kojima's going to be there. Yes. That's how I would have done it. Now, uh, but, when, but when Matt Cardona shows up on GCW, I get mad. So. Dude, if they want to... Uh, a little different. <laughs> if they want to uh, make a... Uh, 40-year-old uh, wrestling nerd, very happy. Uh, the Tamashi people who are obviously listening to this podcast, can you um, can you bring Mr. Bread down here? I want to meet him, please. Thank you. Oh, and Doki. Yeah, Doki. You think Doki's allowed to travel to Australia? I mean, I mean you'd think... He's, I'd, got, he's got felonies. Like, <laughs> you'd think, I'd, yeah, he's a little stick and pulse in people's butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh i mean i could have aimed big and been like can you have naito or all these big the, the big guns come down for tamashi and they, yeah would that be awesome of course but i'm like can i have bread and doki like you know yeah. oh, it'd be amazing but uh yeah, yeah. Iron, iron man match iron bread match Doki versus Mr. Bread, and they just hang out and talk and then do lariats on each other. <laughs> I'd watch it for sure. Oh, wow. So I'm going to cough, so excuse me. Oh, okay. Well, I pressed the mute button, so I'm done. It was just a little... What? What's What's the point of pushing it if you're going to tell us you did it? So. I don't know. I, I, like, because no one heard it now, they can all use their imagination on uh, oh, how okay. that sounds. Yes. Fill in your own cough on the Never Open Podcast. On the Never Open Podcast, best cough wins. And they win a sticker. Why don't you want to send your coughs to uh, at Drusifer Tweets on the Tweety. Yeah, yeah. I will not block you, I promise. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. Still still blocked by Hanari, by the way. What's going on? Come on, Hanari. Unblock me. He's not on the show. He won't be listening to this podcast. No. Well, he he wasn't on either of these two shows, so you know, maybe maybe that's how it works. I don't know. Do people only do wrestlers only listen to podcasts on shows that they're on? Uh yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um you know. Oh, unless it has mortgage okay. guy, then they're gonna listen to all of them. They love the mortgage guy podcast. Who the fuck's the mortgage guy, dude? You know who it is, the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and get your fucking cherry dip chocolates and your cherry dip strawberries or whatever the fuck that one is too. Oh my god, we're really rich and uh, we got a podcast. Yeah. Hey, no, guess persons. what? Oh my god. Okay, so we got an email and we were just discussing it before the show from someone <laughs> who asked us to pimp a product. It's got nothing to do with what we talk about really, and so we did not respond and we laughed. <laughs> It was pretty funny. So. Look, Just, I feel like for the, I feel like it's like uh, everyone watches YouTube. Uh, so if you've all seen one of those YouTube videos, everyone where you you're watching it. Yeah, yeah I want to hear what this uh this uh, everyday person's gonna say on this nerdy subject. But first, did you know there's a game called League of Legends? I suck League of Legends. Legends dig. I don't know League of Legends. Yeah, it felt like. We got an. It wasn't for that, but we felt it felt like a, like a little press packet thing for something like that for us to pimp. <laughs> I'm just like, what oh. the fuck? I can fuck right off faster than me telling you to fuck off like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. If if we got a sponsor that was like good, we'd do it. But I yeah. it was just funny because we were just talking about that, <laughs> laughing about how that was the worst idea ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyway, but yes, the Never Up a Podcast. So programming notes, we will be back for Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little break after Forbidden Door. So we'll see, um, you know, if we squeeze something in after that, we might uh, have a little tiny break there. And then we'll be back for whatever's next after that, which is, oh, the Independence Day thing, I guess. So, man. Today is, oh, I've already done that. Uh, I was down to Bill Pullman again, but I've done it. Yes. So, uh. We'll have Forbidden Door next, and then Strong. What's your favorite uh, Bill Pullman movie? Oh. Oh. He was in a – I can't remember the name of it, but it was directed by David Lynch's daughter. Surveillance or something like that? Is that it? Oh. I I really like that one. I I can't remember the name of it, but um, – it is directed by David Lynch's daughter, and I've read a book of hers too. She wrote J. She wrote the Diary of Laura Palmer, uh, way, way right. back in the day. Yeah. I'm so. Sure. So yeah, that one's good. I think is he in Lost Highway? Was that, was that just yeah, my imagination? That's, that's what I was gonna say. Are you yeah. Crazy. You I know crazy you, man. I know you feel like I give David Lynch all this shit, but I either really like that project of his that I'm watching, or I really don't. And there's no really in the middle. Lost Highway. I, I, I dig it. I like it. So, yeah. Tremendous. yeah. So there you go. He's 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 got a few good things, and both of them I mentioned were kind of lynching, so, I guess. There you go. Here's another, and if you want another like mind bendy movie, um, it's one of his first movies, and no one ever talks about this, but it's fucking awesome. It's called The Serpent and the Rainbow. It's got Bill Pullman. Hmm. It's probably the first movie I ever saw him in. And it's like a mind bendy, like film noir kind of doohickey. And Ooh. guess what? It's directed by Wes Craven, and it's incredible. No way. No, no one knows anything about it. I've seen it because people only really care um, about his horror stuff. And, yeah, well, well it's it, it could be considered a horror movie for sure. It's uh, definitely got elements of horror. You know, it's it's just uh, it's one of those ones you don't want to talk about because it's all you know, cool plot twists and neato uh, Im- imagery. It's super trippy and shit. And it's great shit. Right. So. Well, I have never heard of that film, so uh, I might have to investigate it. Thank you very much. But, yeah, uh, just uh, I guess if there's uh, – unless there's anything uh, Mr. Guy would like to uh, add. Oh, man, it's over already. I had a great time. Uh, in Gato, uh, we trust. <laughs>